Bridget Cavanaugh, welcome to Guilty Pleasure Personals. Thank you. Happy to be here. Uh, tell me about the garbage TV you watch. <laughs> I think I'm going meaner with the show. Yeah. That's... I think because, uh, you know, the first the pilot episode is me being like, I collect toys and it was a big thing for me to come out and tell people that I enjoy dolls. And now right. I'm just like, you know, fuck you. What do you like? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what kind of weird shit do you like? Um, yeah, I do watch uh, some trash TV, but like very specific ones. Like sure. I'm not like a a housewife's kind of person. Like I'm, I would say my my two major ones. Mm. One is anything Bachelor or Bachelorette. Re- okay. I, I consume all of it. I'm sure. I'm a proud member of Bachelor Nation. Unfortunately, all right, we could pick that apart mm-hmm. in, in yeah. a little bit. And well, then, what other ones? And then, unfortunately, it's probably worse that the other one is Dancing with the Stars. See, but to me, that's not worse. That's like, what am I, like a 50-year-old woman? You know what I mean? Oh, my mom, that's her favorite show. She's like 70-something. So you missed the mark by like 20 years. Yeah, my grandma, too. It's just (laughs) like, I don't know. Like, it's it's, for some reason, I started watching it in college because my roommate, like, was a dancer. Mm. And she started watching it. And then, like, I'm all in. I'm locked in. I vote. Oh, that's cool. How do they do the voting? No, it's not. (laughs) No, it's cool because you actually, like, participate. I don't know. Like I, I used yeah. to like the voting part on Idol when I was like a kid because it was yes. like we got we to gotta make Ruben stuttered the king. Yeah, American Idol was our like religion back then. Every th- every Tuesday <laughs> night we'd make like cookies at my house and then we'd sit down and watch American Idol. Were they like microphone shaped cookies? No, it was it was the the Nestle the bucket <laughs> and you would like scoop it out. You know. Okay. Yeah, not 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 that interesting. But like, is it the same? You, you call in or as technology? No, you can text now. Oh, I forgot. Okay. It's I think you could do that process. back in my day too, but I, I was like before I could text. Yeah, no. So you I didn't. didn't. Okay. So texting, what about like, I don't know, you go on Facebook. And you could like go online, I guess, like for the yeah. old school people who still go to the, whatever, abc.com and like vote. But no, you, you're, t- I'm texting names mm-hmm. to the number. Then I have the number memorized. So it's pretty, it's, it's bad. It's Did you vote for, uh, to keep Bill Nye in? Because if you didn't, I got to kick you out. I think Bill Nye was before I started watching. Really? Was he good? I'm all about- I'm biased. Listen, <laughs> I'm all about quality. This is what gets me, right? I get physically like mad when I'm watching the show mm. and it's a popularity contest, okay? I'm there for the dancing. I'm there for some quality <laughs> ballroom content. Okay. I'm not there to see my favorite artist be voted through because they have a million fans. Okay, I respect it, but- do you feel that that's the way the is? Does the show reflect the quality of the dancing? Absolutely it, not. Okay. There are people who have made it like really far, and they're really bad at dancing, but they have a lot of fans, so everyone votes for them. That and then totally makes sense. The true diehard, like Dancing with the Stars people, like myself, sure. get on Twitter and they're like, "This is bullshit!" Like they get mad that people are voting them through and they have no dancing skill. That that's gotta be frustrating. It is. It really is. There was like a, I think it was the most notable one recently was when uh, Sean Spicer was on. Okay. And he was truly horrible and he, he made it to like the very end just because I guess all like, you know, his, his political supporters were like voting for him. That sucks. I'm yeah. looking up like the winners and I'm not sure if these are the professional dancers or the stars? Because I don't recognize... Oh, Donny Osmond's definitely one of... Okay. Yeah, they're definitely the stars. <laughs> Who the fuck are these people? Yeah. <laughs> that, that was always the thing I ripped on the show for. It was just like dancing with the, the stars, you right. say? Yeah, it's all like C-list <laughs> celebrities. It's never anyone like uh, super famous. Which, you know, I do say that as a Z-list comedian, but well, still, yeah, of course, it's same. like... <laughs> like but you know what that means? We could probably get on. We could probably get on. <laughs> Although I would say like so Nikki Glaser was on a couple years ago and she got kicked off virtually immediately because she was a horrible dancer. So that tells me hmm. she doesn't have enough fans. Or she just really sucked at dancing. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. So she she, she was pretty bad. She doesn't seem like an uncoordinated. I don't really like follow her too closely, but she doesn't seem like uncoordinated. You know what? She wasn't. Down. She wasn't the worst. Like mm. there were definitely people worse than her that could have gotten kicked off. Yeah. In the popularity contest, I'm telling you, it's a vicious cycle, and I go back for it every time. I'm telling you. Yeah, and there's like no way you can kind of get around that either. Be like anonymous dancing. No. That's yeah. Lame. I I Very actually. Expressive. I got a speeding ticket once because of Dancing with the Stars. Please explain. 
I was, <laughs> I was somewhere and I was like, man, I got to get home before the end of Dancing with the Stars. I got to vote. I got, which is stupid. Now, I want you to realize how dumb that is because I could vote for, for like from anywhere. Got it. But like I mentioned, I'm a purist. I'm not voting without seeing the dances. You know what I'm saying? So you, you like swing vote. Yes, yeah, sometimes. Someone, yeah, because you're all about the quad. I mean, okay. like, I'll pick my it. favorites and I will vote for them every week. Yeah. But, you know, I like to see. I like to see what's going on before I send out my votes. So I was I was on my way home and I was like, man, I'm running out of time. I'm speeding. And all of a sudden, <laughs> I get I get lit up. By the, it was a state trooper that pulled me over. So I was like, oh, man, I'm really screwed. He walks up to the car, you know, he's like, now he's in the car doing the whole writing me a ticket process, mm -hmm. which if you've ever gotten a ticket, takes a long time. Sure does. So now I'm sitting in the front seat of my car behind the wheel <laughs> and I'm sending in my votes. I'm like, I might get banged right now for texting and driving, even though I'm stationary, because if he sees me sending in my votes, right. you know, I'm screwed. I'm down another ticket, but and he yeah. comes back, doubles your fine. Exactly. So now I do have two points on my license because of Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> But you know what? That's the kind of story that you could probably write in and there's like a 10% chance they'll like fly out and be like, right. we found out that this super fan got two points on her license, <laughs> yeah. so we're going to give her two weeks in Bermuda. I don't know. I I, yeah. I believe in it. You or could, they would let me just sit in the ballroom and watch the, the dances. Which I'm- I'd be happy with that. I was going to say. I, you know. But that's the thing. You shoot for that stretch goal. Right. And then you get in the ballroom. Exactly. That's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is it going on right now or is it, are they off? You know, they, they switched it now because apparently it's going to be on like Disney plus or something now, which sucks so bad because now I'm going to have to get a subscription to that. Oh, you didn't, you didn't fall like the rest of us. And no. by the rest of us, I mean, I'm totally still using a uh, friend's password. Yeah. A hundred percent. But no, I didn't. I, there was nothing on there that was really calling to me, but now this, this might do it. Are, are you aware of the silly uh, glitch that a lot of people were encountering on Disney Plus the last couple of months? No. It just switches the language uh, to German. You just you like could randomly? you could you could figure out navigate the menus because you have to navigate the menus and and figure it out just to switch the audio back thing, which it was, it was easier than we thought because you could do it like in the video player. But then, like, yeah, we would take the time switch it back to English, the interface, mm. and then we'd boot up. Disney Plus again, and it's like, uh, I don't know, hello in German. That would have been perfect. Isn't it like Guten Tag or something? That's not it. It might be a pair of shoes. That's not, definitely, I, I not, that's <laughs> definitely not it. Um, I know yes. Isn't it just da or is that Russian? I don't know things. I don't, I don't know. know I, I don't know all things. of those like aggressive sounding languages. Which is funny because like, yeah, you hit, you hit Germany and it's just pure aggression. It is. Until you hit. LA and then you're that far west <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or east and yeah, yeah. I don't know, whatever you get me German's definitely not a romance language no which is funny because I went to college for singing and that's one of the like main languages you have to study up front really yeah it's German Italian French are English. there a lot of German songs oh yeah wow well because like uh what's his face uh like a lot of the famous composers like Mozart was German but it was like considered fancy to do everything in Italian right um, and it took a while, but a lot of, then a lot of composers were like, German's it. Uh, like Ode to Joy, like very oh. famous tune is, mm -hmm. is, uh, is in German. Fun fact, that was the most fun thing we sang the one year of college. I did that. We did, we spent like a whole semester just learning Ode to Joy. Cause really? it's a, it's like a fucking Beethoven's ninth. It's like a whole thing. It's like multiple hours. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, music school tangents, but yeah, German, <laughs> but like. Having to sing a love song in German and actually make it sound sweet is yeah. fucking difficult, man. I, I can't <laughs> see being like swept off my feet by that. No, no, it's pretty, it's pretty tough. It is. But uh, damn, how did I get us onto this tangent? I don't know. I'm so bad at that. No, it's okay. I appreciate, um, appreciate a tangent. Is there a, is there like an international version of Dancing with the Stars, or is there just one? I don't know. I, I, I'm only aware of the one. Okay, but I'm sure there's got to be something. Because the fun Similar. thing with like Idol is like, you know, you get bored with American Idol. You can mm -hmm. go to any country. That's true. And check out their Idol and right. see if it's any good. And they're all still singing in English for the most part. That's what I thought I was interesting because mm. I, when I went to Europe, yeah. like I went to, well, I guess these are bad, bad examples. Uh, okay, I went to Portugal. They speak all Portuguese, obviously. Um, but a lot of the music, 
like all the countries in Europe listen to American music. Like if you go out to a club or something or a bar, like hmm. all like American music is playing for the most part. Jeez. So I think like we might be the epicenter of music. I'm I'm not sure. But yeah, no, that makes sense. And I feel like for a while it was kind of that way for like music and even like Hollywood and TV. Yeah. But I feel like we're seeing a lot more international movies. But that is kind of weird. I wonder what like local music scenes are like overseas. Because like the only, I don't know why this immediately makes my brain go. Do you know the brain, uh, band Phoenix? No. I love Phoenix. They're really, really good. And you listen to them and you're like, this guy's pronunciation is very strange. You mm. can't really understand the lyrics at all. Right. It's in English. And they're just like just French guys. Like they don't know English. Right. So <laughs> it's how really are they, funny. But their songs are in English, right? Yeah. And like not comprehensibly English. Right. But you could still be like, ah, oh, yeah, this is a good song. And then you listen to the lyrics and you're like, what? Oh, okay. These guys are French. But I guess it made sense for them because if they did the same songs in French, it sucks, but. Right. Yeah. No one's getting it. <laughs> yeah. It's going nowhere. It's the same with like BTS. They're a huge like K pop band. Okay. And uh, a lot of their songs are in English. A lot of K-pop is also in Korean, right? I guess. I have no, oh, okay. I don't yeah, know. I no it's idea. not my genre, <laughs> really, but. Yeah, you said BTS, and I'm like, behind the scenes of what, Bridget? <laughs> I wonder if that's what, maybe what it stands for. I hope so. For their band, I don't know. It'd be really funny if it was just like a like an English language acronym, and they're like, there's nothing yeah. for it. <laughs> nope. It just, it just sounded good. <laughs> yeah, we like it. No, I, they have a lot of stands, so they might come for us about this. Oh, I'm hoping. I, anything to get attention on this show. We, yeah, that's we, true. Yeah. What was the first show you mentioned before Dancing with the Stars? The Bachelorette. Oh, Bachelor, my God. Yeah. Bachelor in Paradise. You name it. I watch it. So that one's super interesting to me because, like, that show has to be wild BTS behind the scenes. Oh, yeah. Please, like, expose the iceberg that is a Bachelor because I watched it with my parents, like, one season when I was a mm-hmm. kid. And I was like, girls are dumb. And then I was like, I'm never watching this again. Well... What's funny about it is because there has to be like a ton going on behind the scenes and like, you know, to create the drama that happens. Sure. But like, you know, there's a certain like formula to it where you can kind of, if you watch a lot of it Mm. enough, you know what's coming like for the most part. Um, But like right now they have two bachelorettes, which is like a new thing. Like on the same show. Yes. So the guys. And they're poly. No. Okay. So the guys have to choose which girl they're going to pursue. And obviously that in and of itself has created a lot of drama. We got guys jumping ship to other the other girl. Damn. And then like the one girl's getting rejected a lot and they shouldn't get rejected. They're the bachelorette. It's a whole thing, you know? But so like, for instance, this is how they create drama. I'm going to give you an example. They're on a group date. That's when a bunch of the guys go out with the one girl. Mm-hmm. And... The second bachelorette shows up and she's like, oh, I'm just going to like watch and hang out at the group date. And it was like a boxing date. Right. So her guys. Now, the second bachelorette groups of guys comes and watches the guys boxing. Now, I'm assuming the producers told these guys, hey, you're just there to watch the date. Go over there, hang out, watch the date, do nothing else. The girl was like, wow, my guys are here and she, they're not even looking at me. And this is crazy. They're not even making any effort to talk to me or whatever. So now she's getting up all upset. She's crying, whatever. So when really behind the scenes, I'm sure a producer was like, no one better go fucking talk to her. You know what I mean? Like they probably set it up to create the drama. Right. I would love to spend a day on that set just to like see. My only real exposure to this world was like my cousin for a period of time was a producer for MTV and worked on reality TV shows. And... She wouldn't get super specific, I guess, probably like NDA stuff. Right, like they can't. But she's like, I my job on the show was to just create shit. Right, like, <laughs> like that is like, That's somebody's job. Crazy life It's like you know you wake up and you're like, I'm gonna scheme and make people fucking hate their lives. Right. Like, yeah, no, it has to be somebody's job, and yeah. I just because I know like even the people who are contestants on the show, mm-hmm. they can't talk about like what actually goes down like while they're on it. You know what I mean? Like oh, there's right. a, there's like a statute of limitations. There's like even like two years after they're yeah. off, they're like still can't talk about it. Mm-hmm. It's nuts, which makes me think some shady's going on, but I, I eat it up. Yeah, no, that's, that's fun. 
Now, do any of the couples? What's the statistics? The couples on The Bachelor oh, that win. It's got to have like a. You don't know. I would say a eighty-five percent failure rate. <laughs> but like they <laughs> do guess. get together. Oh yeah, people That's engaged. Not... There are rings involved. Yeah. Okay. But the, that I could see mean... them even skipping that part. You know, but. No, no, they're no, getting they... engaged. Okay. The the last couple have not worked out. I yeah, <laughs> I mean. Uh, because like, what about the, the the dating shows that are more uh, like short term with the ninety day fiance? Oh know. yeah, like you hear that about that one. You're like, they're really getting married. And they're like, yeah, you know, <laughs> that's crazy. That one's nuts. They should like the studio should pay for the divorce. Like, I agree. I think that. If- well, that so that's kind of <laughs> what happened last last uh, season. Yeah, the the you know the couple got engaged and the. I guess the show gave them like $200,000 or something to buy a house. Okay. And now they broke up. So like what happens to the $200,000? Damn, that's a great. Do they just split it? Like I don't know, that's a great scam. They can each go buy a condo or something. I don't I'm I'm just so caught up on like you know, getting I don't know, 500,000 out of a multi-billion dollar corporation and just be like, yeah. "Oh yeah, yeah, we we met online. Let's do a dating show and it's like totally right. just I want a house I want some shit well that's what's funny about the show we'll is sign a prenup <laughs> the biggest uh, the biggest like you know quote that you'll hear from Bachelor or Bachelorette is like oh like they're not here for the right reasons or they're here for the wrong reasons it's like everyone who goes on these shows right now is there for the wrong reasons everyone yeah. knows that they're getting <laughs> they're getting a deal with like MeUndies or some other brand after the fact and then they're uh, going to be, they don't have to work ever again. They're just getting brand deals and they become like influencers. You know, I never thought of that, but that's yep. genius. And I I follow a bunch of them on Instagram. Are they, uh, like, and how entertaining are they? They're not. They're just. They're just the people. Yep, from they're just the... good looking people. And then, <laughs> you know, like they post in their little sunglasses and whatever. And then they make money. And that's their life after Man. The Bachelor. That sounds cool. I have a cousin who does that, and she just smokes a lot of weed and films it. There you go. She just lives her life. Yeah, and it's awesome. I. Yep. Yeah. Actually, it's where I got that big turtle coaster. Oh, there you go. See? You know, originally, it's a coaster bong, a bong coaster, mm. but I just put big gulps on it. <laughs> there, there you go. Dual purpose. <laughs> I yeah. should. I kind of lied, because I did have one other exposure to the world of these shows. Uh, I was on The X Factor, and by on, oh, never TV. Uh, okay. But you know, you like. So you auditioned for I auditioned for X Factor and like got on. Doing singing or comedy? Singing. Wow. And, you know, not hope I don't burst too many people's bubble listening to this, but like round one on all the competition shows is round 20. Yeah, right. Maybe. Uh, so like, you know, you I <laughs> took the train to Newark, New Jersey. Wow. Because it wasn't a high profile enough show to have the budget to do it at the Javits Center, I guess. <laughs> and, uh, Miss being like involved in two shootings. And I'm not like making that up. Like mm-hmm. news stories were like this intersection. And oh, I was like, like, fuck. Wow. Like, yeah. And, uh, you know, 10, 12 hours of waiting. And then you like, I got passed through the first two rounds. Wow. And then, you know, you go back the third day and they're like, eh. and it's like, come on, man. Wow. I spent like three days like calling into here. And it, it was still fun. It was still cool. What song did you sing? What was your? Oh, man. Audition piece. I wish I could tell you. Wow, you don't remember? I went through like a big uh, what I sing change of phase around that time. Mm. So like before that, I was aggressively like the Sinatra kid at school. Oh, there's always one. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and um, yeah, I was about, like, about the age where uh, I was like middle of high school where I was like actually branching out into other music. So it it really right. could have been that or it could have been something, but I, I don't know. I feel like you almost I feel like you want to be the Sinatra kid on these shows because if you're young enough and you do the Sinatra well, mm-hmm. they, that's usually your shoe in. Well, you know what the problem with me is like I don't sound like I'm not going for an impersonation. Mm. So people say they're like, oh, this song sounds good, but it doesn't sound like Frank. And I'm like, right. Yeah. <laughs> But the best part about all of this is one of the guys I ended up waiting next to for five hours was his school's Sinatra kid. Oh, wow. Yeah, they all come out. But here's the thing. I I was a Sinatra kid in the way that I like the songs. 
but this guy was like basically doing an impression yeah wearing a suit and fedora sure and i'm just like any any and the whole time like every 30 minutes he just has to without being provoked by anybody around us just like you know, all these people are doing the new crap and i'm you know it's like get off yeah, your fucking high horse dude like you're not making it we either. get it you're doing it my way but <laughs> back the fuck off like, and i'm assuming he did not also make their uh i don't know but also probably not wow. <laughs> yeah that's too bad but uh, yeah those shows are fun i i technically did america's got talent before that but like i didn't make it past that first round because 90 mm. percent of the people that do that show are singers that yeah. aren't doing idle um, that's true now what's the, so are they they're putting people through that are bad you know what i mean oh, like a thousand on percent oh because they have to make round one look like round one Right. Absolutely. So you hate to have that moment of like, are they putting me through because I'm good or are they putting me through because I'm the entertainment bad one? Says a thing. I'd be able to know. Yeah, well, the, <laughs> but, but I, I feel, feel like, like the, the bad the ones band, don't know. I, see, I feel like I picked up when I was a kid watching Idol. They were, I, there's got to be, there's people that know. But then there's some people who really think they're great and they're the ones right. who are like, what? Wait, I didn't get through. What? And then they cut out all the shit of them being like, but what about those other rounds? <laughs> yeah, well, what's what's hilarious is um, Harry Styles' audition to X Factor or whatever he was on um, mm. is going around right now on the internet. It is. It was unreleased, right? Yes. Okay. And he's bad. Yeah, it was really bad. It's so cringy. <laughs> he he like he's talking to Simon or whatever. He's like, yeah. My mom told me I was a good singer, so I figured I'd try it. And he basically, Simon just looks at him and goes, that's almost never a good thing. Like, <laughs> you're almost never good in that case. Mm -hmm. So it's actually amazing to me now that this guy is like selling out arenas and is doing a residency at MSG when he was just like saying the most cringy version of Hey Soul Sister. So my theory for that is he was already cherry picked well before that. Like that, that was, they made him sing that song poorly. Really? You think? Because in the editing room, if it makes sense for the episode to have the story where this kid comes in and he says he's good, but he picks a bad song, like that's a manufactured, engineered story that they just didn't go with. Because there's because then you hear him sing this, the song that they actually aired, and, and it's great, and he's good. Probably, I would have to imagine. Yeah, because I guess maybe Hey Soul Sister was a little out of his range. Oh yeah, which is also like easily compensated for on a show like that. Yeah, like, they could they could change the key of it pretty like move it down for him yeah there's just so much that goes into all of it that you don't realize yeah because like that's the the crazy part of it is like even as real as it seems right all engineered which is why i love hot ones do you fuck with hot ones yeah i watched a couple of them because you could argue it's more of an interview show less like you know less of a reality mm -hmm. show but i just i love the core idea that if you put the guest in enough pain, right. you will break them and they will not like their facade might come down. And right. It's also why I love Eric Andre show. Cause that's the same premise is just make them so uncomfortable that <laughs> right. you get like actually real, you get the real version of reactions, them. which is why Jack Black's my favorite episode. I don't know how familiar you are, but the one with Jack Black's the best because he's already really good friends with Eric Andre. Oh, okay. So they had to fuck with him extra. Cause he like knew it was coming. Right. And, uh, I think it ends with them like uh like zapping them with electricity it's great it's it's the best um, that's wild but i guess like i think of those almost in a way as even though they're not they don't fall under the umbrella but they're reality tv to me because they're yeah getting these like real reactions but instead of out of real people you know he's, they're getting celebrities and they're like no you, you could be you could be real we'll right. do it we'll find it <laughs> Well, that's what's crazy to me. I think about like when I'm watching the shows like The Bachelor or whatever, like they never they always sit them at a table like to eat a meal together, like at dinner. Mm. And there's always food, but they never touch the food. They never eat it. Like it's just there and they don't eat because I guess eating is not cute to like look at on TV no, on a date or whatever, but they never eat. Yeah, you know, I, I started noticing that in just regular produced tv shows where there will be food on the plate they'll be holding forks and knives and it's right. always like shuffling around food right there's never like, a bite yeah <laughs> it's just it's super noticeable when you when you start picking it out but i guess that makes sense for reality tv right too. to me i'd rather the food just not be there because now 
My focus yeah, is just, on like, why are you guys not eating this like lobster tail that's in front of you? Like, it's is it just is it even real at that point? I want to know if it's real food or if it's just props. Yeah, like, all I have to do is eat? like insert a little uh, exposition line at the top, be like, oh, we just put our orders in. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like we're waiting. That's normal. Yeah. That's what people do. Just, I, I just <laughs> think about all the like little like minutia. Like, if I were yeah. to be on one of these shows, like so, the three branches of. The Bachelor are The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, and Bachelor in Paradise. So Paradise is basically where they take all of the losers of the season, the rejects, and they throw them on an island together Battle and see the if death. they fall in love with each okay. other. So that oh, one's the wait, most so fun the to watch. the losers from The Bachelor and the losers from The Bachelorette. Yep, toss them on an island. Naked and afraid. Yep, basically. Okay, cool. So they pick, you know, they, they handpick a couple, like, you know, from a couple different seasons, whatever. They toss them on the island, and then they're like, all right, Fall in love, you got to get married at the end of it, basically. Um, and like those, it's a little more real. Like you'll see them like eating breakfast sometimes, but still, like I just think about all the little things. Like for instance, it's the summer now. It's mm. humid. It's hot. I went out over the weekend before I went out, curled my hair, got all ready, and then when I went out, I was at the bar or outside for a couple hours. I go to the bathroom. And I look in the mirror and I don't look like the same person I did as <laughs> yeah, when I left yeah. my house. I looked horrible. You know, my hair was all frizzy and it was just like, I was like, this is horrible. So I'm, I'm thinking now, put me on an island in Mexico on television. I'm not looking good. How are these girls looking? You know what I'm saying? Because they still look like perfectly fine for mm-hmm. the most part. <laughs> I'm, that's not me. I'm going to look too real in that situation. They're going to kick my ass off. Well, it just depends on how many times you have to go to like the hairdresser trailer. You know, you go too many times. I don't you don't know, think they there have is, that? So, right. So that's the other piece of this is yeah. they'll show the girls like getting ready. So do I have to have a certain like skill set when it comes to getting my hair and makeup done to myself? Because I don't. My my skills are very base level with okay. that. I'll I'll be honest. I don't have TV quality makeup skills. Hmm. Me neither. So I don't think that I could do it. I don't think I could qualify for the show. Now you're fine. They're doing a four <laughs> yeah. and they're like, yeah, take this brush and pretend to fucking. Yeah, that's true. Well, that's that's gotta be it. They do that on The Bachelorette where like clearly she got her makeup done, but yeah. then they're like, all right, just stand in the mirror and like, you know, mess around with the brush for a little bit. Like, that's Make it convincing, you know. <laughs> that's the part I don't think I could do. Okay. Is just the acting, just like the kind of walking around like a meadow, like looking around. Like, I just don't think I could do it with a straight face. I the bloopers for that show got to be nuts. Yeah, like at, they do show like some of them, like sure. at the end of the show or whatever. But I'd love to see like an uncut version of it. Yeah, that'd be that'd be pretty cool. I kind of wanted to get into my six hundred pound life, but then oh, I yeah. was like, I'm good. I was fat growing up. I lived. What it. about thousand pound <laughs> sisters? I don't know that one. You don't know that one? No, but that was making that was a huge hit for a while. It's two sisters, okay, who are obviously overweight, and their combined weight is like a thousand pounds. Mm. So, and that's the whole premise of the show. Okay, were they entertaining? Were they funny? Yes, that's they're funny. funny just because like of how they like talk and just to each other because they're like sister dynamic. Okay. And like one of them is really trying to lose the weight and like get like surgery and all this stuff. And the other one is also trying, but isn't as successful. Okay. I I was in my head, the direction I wanted you to go so bad. The other one's like, like what's the, a lot, there's a lot of fat people trying to be like being fat's healthy. Yeah. (laughs) If the other one was that, that's awesome. That would be an awesome show. She can I feel like it was kind of, I didn't watch a ton of the show, but I do feel like the one, who kind of stayed fat and the other one who really like got the surgery and is starting to get her like, you know, get back in shape and whatever. The fat one was still like, Oh, like whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like you used to be fat, like just cause you're skinny now. You know what I mean? Like you don't mean nothing different. Yeah. So I don't know. I think that was the dynamic, but I could be getting it wrong. Cause I only watched a couple episodes, but gotcha. Yeah. I, I, I haven't really tipped a toe into watching one since like, Back in like school, there was definitely a TLC phase, but it was before oh, the current wave of shows. I think it's, I think it's when like Hoarders started. Hoarders, yeah. But although I don't know, is Pawn Stars a reality show? I guess I isn't that when they what do they sell old yeah, the, shit? 
No. (laughs) See, like, that would be almost a little more interesting. So every episode's the fucking same. They're at, it's not even the real pawn shop, which is a bummer. It's a set. Yep. And some sucker walks in with something that may or may not be valuable. And then someone in the shop is like, well, I really don't know about this. Let me get an expert. And then they get in there, heavy air quotes, uh, expert in to tell the person it's not worth as much as they thought it was. And then they give their value and then they haggle with the the guys and they give them 60% if they're lucky of what that person said. But it's like, it would be so interesting if some of those were real or less engineered, but it's like every one of them is like the the, yeah. the experts fake. The probably the owner of the goods is real because they seem kind of awkward and not yeah, you ready need to speak some element on camera. It. But it just that show. I hate that show so much because I really loved the History Channel before Pawn Stars. Yeah, and not for history stuff. Like it was like, what did you watch it for? Oh my god, Modern Marvels the best show if you've never seen it i have not i don't even know it's just they take a really interesting concept i think youtube killed modern Marvel. maybe i have i feel like i've heard of it and then yeah they just talk about something interesting for like 40 minutes right and then they the editing is good the the information drops are like whoever made it knew what they were doing right and you would just learn about something you know either practical or you know whatever not so you were the the history channel kid and the sinatra kid oh i had no friends yep (laughs) Zero. Um, I had all the friends I had were the ones I played Yu-Gi-Oh with and they're not really friends. Yeah. Well, which I, I take that back a little bit, even though we weren't friends back then, I, I have to mention this every time it comes up. Uh, me and Andrew Bergen knew each other before comedy. Really? Because we both showed up at competitive Yu-Gi-Oh tournaments. Oh, wow. I recommend episode four of this show. We talk about how much we hated it. <laughs> competitive Yu-Gi-Oh tournaments. That's a, yeah, it's a way to spend a childhood. <laughs> how do you even find something like that? Uh, well, you grow up playing the game, uh, with friends, which I'm, how old are you again? 26. Yeah. So you were exposed at least in some sure. degree, you knew they were around and then it's just like, which dorks don't fall off after years of playing it. Right. And which dorks are like, let me look into like what the good people are doing How can in this I take game. this to the next level? And then I'll, I'll tell you the story cause it's a little funny. Uh, my one friend that stuck around that we played up till like the beginning of middle school he ended up getting, you know, those like like miniature motorcycles that a lot of kids had. Some of them looked like janky oh. and some of them looked like really nice. The I don't know. You could actually ride? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got one of those and that was it. He's like, no more card games, Brandon. It's too cool now. We're going into, you know, oh wait, no, this wasn't, end, this was end of middle school, beginning of high school. He's like, I'm done with this. I'm going to start talking to girls. And I'm like, if you think that's your issue, that we're playing card games, you still call your mom mommy, dude. <laughs> right. Like, and not like behind closed doors, like in public. Two other people. That's, yeah, like that's the, uh, yeah, that's yep. the, that's what's holding you back, not Yu-Gi-Oh. And then like, that was it. Then I was like, well, I can't play with him because he's gone. Right. He's, he's cool out. now. Yeah. And uh, so I was like, I guess I'll go to tournaments and you Google what's around. And they're like officially sanctioned by Konami and, wow. you know, they're a thing and you can win a lot of money. But did you? No. Cool. Great. <laughs> uh, it, it was just something to do when friends were not abundant. Right. So you were um, like the Queen's Gambit of uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. Of anime. Absolutely. <laughs> No, because like Except I wasn't worse. good. She was good. <laughs> yeah, she was good. I because the the well the problem with that the the chess analogy is pretty good because it's somewhat similar in a few ways. But then there's this like element of randomness because you're drawing mm. off a shuffled deck. Right. I and, have no uh, concept of how the game is played. Yeah, that that's basically think chess, but uh, it's a deck of cards, and out of tens of thousands, you got to put forty together in your choice. That's the fun part of mm-hmm. it too is building them. But then, like, you can't even just grab the stuff you want to play because you have to shuffle it and it's random. And, right. Um, yeah, it's a pretty it's a pretty bad addiction. And then you <laughs> relapse into it every couple of years. So, like, my first relapse was when a bunch of buddies of mine got together and were like, the new game is terrible because they have to make it a business. So it's constantly new shit coming out. But we're going to play, like, with the cards and rules from 2011. And now we're playing with the cards and rules from, like, 2005. And it's, like, it's Thanks. so fun. I can't believe that the rules change. Well, that's the thing, because they have to keep it fresh to keep old players and new players coming in. 
So they're constantly selling new cards and fucking with the old stuff. So it's not as good anymore. So you have to buy the new stuff. It's like a mm-hmm. whole. That's why like playing the the modern current game sucks because you're just a mark. You know what I mean? Like you're totally. just uh yeah buying into their shit. But you play the old stuff. Like all right, not making them any money. They printed these cards twenty years ago. Like <laughs> it's vintage. Yeah, but uh, and how do we get on that? I don't know. We really took a left turn there. Well, basically, if they do a reality show where it's all Yu-Gi-Oh! And You'll just be like the walk- first to sign up. Yeah, because that was one of the arcs in the TV show that were like, we turned a whole city into dual city. Everybody in this city is someone playing the game. You wear the thing on your arm so you can play anywhere. Looks like a big weapon. I'm still like not Yeah, you're not. A, yeah, you're. Wow, this is great. I, I'm like, yeah. I think I'm getting less cool listening to the. No, yeah, I'm no, kidding, no you are. It is working. So yeah, if they did that. That's, That's how we mean. get back on track for the premise of the episode. Because right. if it was reality TV... You'd need a very niche reality TV show. Yeah, but they're all... I guess... I was about to say they're all kind of niche. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not true. No. No, not at all. That's why they work. Yeah, exactly. Yep. <laughs> There's a lot of fat people and a lot of people trying to date. <laughs> which which one would you want to be on right now? Like, of, of ones that exist? Oh, see, my knowledge does not extend i kind of want to just google reality shows on tv right now i really don't i barely watch tv that actually goes on regular tv i'm a i'm a streaming youtube and like how do i get the few shows i do want to watch streamed um reality how about you what would would you say so hard i feel like i'd want to be I'd want to be a contestant on The Bachelor because there's always one that's kind of like the the shit-stirring comic relief character like person who you know they're not really going to fall in love with the with the main person. <laughs> yeah. But people like them. They become a fan favorite and then they send them to paradise and, you know, they get a free trip to Mexico. And, yeah, and they clean up probably. Yeah, and they have a great time in paradise. I feel like I want to be that person. No, that makes sense. You'd be the one with the personality. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, what do we got? Love Island. That's on like every day. Do you know I that? I've heard about that one. I can't commit to that. I I because I set day. aside. Yes, I set aside Monday for The Bachelor. <laughs> yeah. Like me, I'll go. Me, my sister, my cousin will actually like convene at one of our houses. Sure. And watch the show for two hours, <laughs> and then sometimes they'll throw a curveball in, and it'll be on on Monday and Tuesday, mm-hmm. and I get angry. I'm like, this is insane. What am I going to devote my life to The Bachelor? So when I hear people like saying they watch Love Island every day, I'm like, what, what, do you not have anything going on? You know, I think that it was an apt thing to bring up the trading card games. Cause like that, that is my Monday is like, know. I go to the store, play some games. That's nice. Everyone yeah. has apparently a thing they do on Monday. Mine, guess, in, yeah. Yes. Guilty mine involves, pleasure Mondays. Yeah, it is. Guilty Pleasure Mondays. That's what we should should really dub it. <laughs> New <that>. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Fresh <laughs> premise. I don't. Th- there are more than I expected to see. Yes. But I guess it makes sense. They're probably like well, cheap to produce. Because Netflix like will crank out like four new reality shows. Yeah. A year basically. So it's like there are just so many out there. Vanderpump Rules. I think that one has like a set cast of people. The fuck is a Vanderpump? (laughs) I think it's it's the last name. I have no idea. Okay. Okay. I I forgot that one of my favorite shows on TV is technically a reality show. Okay. Any any guesses? Uh, Why do I want to say like Fear Factor? Fear Factor is not bad. Okay. But no. um, It's your favorite show on TV? It's it's like really one of my favorite shows. I love Shark Tank. Oh, okay. Like, I live for Shark Tank. I and the thing is, I don't really watch it a lot, but like I go up, you know, to my parents' part of the house, and I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, Shark Tank's on. I'm gonna hang out up there for a couple hours because okay. they just like run them back to back to back now." Yeah, it was like to the point where I would not do a trip just to visit a Shark Tank business, but mm-hmm. like uh, a few years ago when I went to Boston and they still existed. From one of the first seasons, it was this like Bostonian mom and daughter. We're like, we make fucking cupcakes. We put them in jars. <laughs> and I'm like, I got to go buy yeah, a, all right, a, a jar of cupcake for $8. Yeah. <laughs> and then I wish I still had the jar. I don't know what happened. But I had to do it. It was cool. Like, they got a deal. And yeah. then sometimes, but you know what I love about that is like the sharks, because they're such inherently 
capitalistically powerful people. Mm-hmm. So there was a clause in the show, in the contract, if you wanted to go on, that if you went on and you didn't get a deal or you did get a deal, no matter what, ABC owns like 10% of your company. Really? And the Sharks found out about it and got fucking pissed because they were like, you are ruining the opportunity for a lot of people who cannot afford to give up 10% of their company. Right. And they were just like not coming on because of that. And then they they made ABC take that out of the contract. Wow. And then the show just got like a little bit better. And everybody was like, I wonder why. Yeah. Um, and now the Sharks own that 10% of the company. Probably. That's that way, yeah. That's, they're like, hey, that's our 10% of their company. Potentially, for sure. <laughs> that's exactly what happened. But part of what I do love about that show is when somebody, it's rare, but every now and then, like, there was this guy who I couldn't tell you the details, but he invented a very simple device. Like, it's like a plastic cone, basically. And it just revolutionized the growing of some crop. Right. And he's like, oh, this isn't a business. We're making these to give these out because it, it benefits humanity. And the, I love how, like, four, like four or five sharks were just like, yeah, fuck this. And then one of them, probably Cuban, because Cuban's the coolest, uh, was just like, no, this is, yeah, we're doing this. Like, this needs to happen. This is good for the world. And I'm like, every it does, it's not like it's every other episode, but when it happens, you're like, I fucking love this wow. show. Yeah. That's that's the wholesome. Yeah. And speaking of Cuban, I just saw a thing. He has like this drug company, and it's like zero advertising, zero anything, putting money into anything other than getting drugs for people. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, he's like, uh, we add 10% of what our cost is, push that over to the consumer, and then like $5 flat for shipping. Wow. And apparently they're getting like, they might be fixing drugs in America. So That's I love wild. that guy. He's the best. All right. Yeah. Who knew he was such a good guy? I had no idea. I'm sure he, I mean, he's a billionaire. He's probably a That's, shithead. Yeah, he might be a douchebag. But like the parts of him I know about, I'm like, oh, you're you're the cool, right, cool. cool billionaire. Yeah, yeah it's pretty. I didn't think I'd ever say that. <laughs> I know. I do wish I could just have like one invention that was like, just, just the thing that people wanted for like long, you know what I mean? Like a fidget well, spinner. Saying, Remember like when people okay. were so obsessed with fidget spinners Yeah, and it probably made the fidget spinner guy a billion dollars and now that's it. He's done. No, I'm with you. I, I, I too want the one thing that would enable me to never work again. <laughs> right. But, uh, I'm hoping that's my scrambled egg video. What is that? So I, I was on this journey for a long, for like 10 years where I discovered the very famous, I guess a way to tie it back into the reality TV. Uh, Gordon Ramsay put out this famous video on how to make gourmet scrambled oh, eggs. Oh, man, I was a huge Hell's Kitchen Me too. girl. I really was. And uh, being this crazy, then you watch him on TV in the UK. Super nice to people. So nice. It's wild. But he does this video on how to make gourmet scrambled eggs, and I copied it and took 10 years just like improving the recipe and mm-hmm. like figuring out where... Gordon was either wrong or straight up lying to us. That right. son of a bitch. But basically, I was just on this mission for 10 years to make the best scrambled eggs in the world. And then me and Dom shot a tutorial on how to actually make them uh, a okay. little while ago. So that's that's in the works. I think I think if that comes together the way I want it to come together, I'm that just going to be, be living thing. off YouTube residuals for an Instagram story residual. That's going to blow up, dude. I, I put up a video watch. of me plating them on Instagram mm-hmm. just to like, Right. Do it and talk shit and be like, I make the best eggs. Look how these look like cement. And, um, you know, like 10 comments from people saying how gross they look. But then like 15,000 views out wow. of nowhere. And, I'm and like, were they gross? I mean, they look gross. But to me, they don't look gross. But mm. to everybody else, like. And are those the gourmet ones? Yeah. But the, like, oh. so there's like the ones that Gordon Ramsay makes. And then there's mine. They're just a totally different thing now. Uh-oh. You know, like I really, uh really figured out some shit bridget i'm I'm nervous about Um, that for you no you shouldn't be and then here's the thing i can't i can't like commercially capitalize on the recipe because it nobody no chef is going to be in a kitchen and being like i'm gonna spend 30 to 40 minutes making scrambled eggs it takes that long yeah (laughs) oh my god i'm out i'm already out so you're out cooking them but like eating them you'd be like this is worth 40 minutes i'm gonna try it i'm gonna when you put the video out i'm gonna make them okay and I will see if it's really worth it. Because you know Gordon Ramsay on TikTok will do like, he'll duet videos where people are making something that looks like gross. Does he do and we, that? Yes. It's, uh, this one woman does a lot, like, a lot of weird videos of her just making weird shit. She'll like, she'll like get like ground beef and then she'll like bread it and then freeze that and then like 
bake it and fry it and then make a burger out of it. I don't know. She like does all this weird shit. And Gordon Ramsay duets her videos all the time and just like basically comments on how disgusting it looks. So I feel like where your real payday is going to be is when you make this video and Gordon Ramsay duets you and says how gross your eggs look. I can't wait. I hope that happens. Because like I, I talk a lot of shit in the video that's coming out. And I think in that initial video about Gordon. Oh yeah. And you know why I talk shit? This, I'll, I'll pull back another layer real quick. We got the time. Uh, we're under the hour sweet spot. Sure. Of course. Um, the beginning of his video, he says, we're not going to season anything. It's butter, egg, nothing else. Um, and I he says, agree. okay, but he goes, if you add salt at the beginning to the eggs, it like, is not good for them. It makes them like tougher or something mm. than the finish. Science has, he's a liar. I don't know why. I don't know like how that benefits him. Like, I don't know if it's like gatekeeping knowledge or something. Mm, maybe. You had those eggs at the beginning, you just get better eggs. Okay. Doesn't like matter with the dishes. It's like a chemistry thing breaks down. But if you add salt stuff. at the beginning? Yeah. So, like, my method, uh, yeah, cold pan, like fridge cold butter, and eggs and salt. Like nothing else. That's that, it. That's hundred percent. Yeah, you could add like cream freeze or. I'm just stuff I'm, at the end. What but, I'm not seeing is how this takes forty minutes. So you have to boil the water out of the eggs and the butter without cooking the eggs to the point where they turn solid. What? Yeah. So you're stirring liquid eggs and you're watching a little bit of steam come off as it goes, but you can't stop stirring or else like it gets warmer on the bottom and it'll start like turning okay. into yeah turning into chunks of egg. Because I'm with you, like, I, I'm self-proclaimed, like, very good at making breakfast. That was ah. my, I worked in a bagel store for yeah, years. Yeah. That'll do it. Breakfast is my thing. Mm-hmm. So I, I agree with you. I'm, I'm always moving the eggs. There's never a time when I'm making scrambled eggs that they're stationary in the pan. Yeah. You know? You always got to be moving it. That's how you're going to make them fluffy. Mm-hmm. And you're a fool if you let them cook and then you just flip it like Oh, an my omelet. God. Browned. I hate that. Single flip omelets. Yeah, no. Horrible. Okay. Yeah. That's... Well. So, so I agree with the movement of it. So, are you keeping the heat low enough that it's not cooking the egg? Oh, on like a eight to ten ish knob scale, like I'm on like a two three. I think I'm, I would get frustrated with that process and give up. Well, here's the beauty of the recipe: if you get frustrated and you want to crank it up and finish them, you could do that at any point. You it's can, it's still, still going to be way better than any scrambled eggs you've ever made before. Okay, like because any amount of excess water you boil off, like because so if you do it the intense, super long way, you really get this. It's like not really scrambled eggs anymore. You you basically made a savory custard. Oh, I don't know if I like that. Yeah, that's what everybody says. And then they take a bite and they're like, Whoa. like, I, you know, what? I just I think it was on my phone. It was, I, I have the file. You just you should just see Dom's face. A uh, friend of the show, Don Lamarca, you should see his face when he takes his first bite. Because that's the thing. Everybody is that level of skeptical. Right. Especially when they see that, the video, and they like look like cement, and they mm-hmm. just don't look, they look like uh, like yellow venom from Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, and you don't put any like cheese or anything? You know. I'm going to uh, put cheese in the eggs. A lot of people person. do uh, regatta. And I don't. What? Yeah. Well, no, because that, it, it like. I get it. I've done it to test it for science. I mean, I guess okay. this basically looks like eggs. Yeah, it's already so a that... similar consistency and just brings like a different flavor. I don't like doing it, but I'm like American all the way on eggs. Oh yeah. Like I, I won't be like upset if the deli fucks up and gives me American instead of cheddar, but like a little, little bit. Have some cheddar. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. When you go to a bagel store or a deli and you ask for an egg sandwich, do you think that they're putting cheddar on that, or you ask I, for cheddar? No, I politely specify. Okay. Because I was going to say, the default is American. Most people get American. Absolutely. Which is why I'm not upset if they fuck up and give me American. Oh, okay. But like, you know, my I will get upset if they give me ketchup, though, because everybody's like, salt, pepper, ketchup. And I'm like, I no. Yep. I, I will pepper, say hot that sauce. I've, I've gotten into the ketchup game lately. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm, I'm uh, it's been it. nice recording with you, Bridget. But yeah. uh, <laughs> I, I've... I've been a ketchup hater since I was a little kid. Wow. Uh, I don't know how or why that happened because, like, it just doesn't make sense. Evolutionarily, sugar good, you know, like sugar need. True. And, uh, but always, like, burgers are a oh. savory food. Okay. Egg sandwiches, savory food. 
Okay. Unless maybe you get like caramelized onions in the mix, then that's mm-hmm. like a complex thing. I, I like it. But, so is uh, your argument that ketchup is so wildly sweet that you could not put it on savory food? Uh, it's part of it. Like you're kind of acting like you're like ketchup is like you're putting a sour patch kid on your burger. That's kind of what it feels like to me. Wow. I I recently had a, a a Wendy's sandwich and they they gave me ketchup even though I very politely asked them not to. Mm. And uh I hate it so much. I did the whole like scrape it off the bread, try wow. to make it work, and yeah, then I never... still was like this tastes The taste bad. is in there. It's bad. It's yep. not good. Uh but it is partially the sweetness level because like I've had house-made ketchups from restaurants before That's and better it's better for you. What it tastes like a like a tomato like a, when you get into like tomato jam I'm like that's good okay it's but like ketchup adjacent I don't okay. know like I would like but like a commercial ketchup mm-hmm. all every time I'm just like I will I don't know if I'll gag wow but I, I so you must hate the whole hot honey craze that's going on right now it's not the end of the world I don't know okay I you're very hot and cold about what we say but when you say craze like. It's I've on only seen though. it a few. I, I I'm not like super aware. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I do say crazy. That was that's maybe an overstatement, <laughs> but I'm thinking like it's on. You know, like chicken sandwiches, like sure. pizzas. It's on all that stuff, and it's good on all of them. I'll tell you. Is that. it just sweet hot sauce basically? No, it's hot honey. It's it's like honey. Honey and hot <laughs> honey sauce. Honey that's no honey that's like infused with hot chilies. Got it. So it's just spicy. So it's spicy honey. honey. <laughs> yeah. See, it sounds gross. Mm, no, you lose me twice because I'm not a big honey guy. Mm. Like raw or just honey by itself. I just don't. There's like a specific flavor in there that you get from like bee vomit that I just. It's just I not for you. But once you once you get like Greek with it and you start mixing it with like a bunch of lemon juice and cinnamon, like I, okay. I was like, okay, honey's cool. But okay, yeah, I probably wouldn't like that either way. <laughs> All right. Well, there you First, have you're that. making the sandwich sweet. And it's honey? No thanks. And then it's spicy. But you know, uh, I got big into agave nectar because it's mm. like vegan honey, I guess. Mm. And it's good. You just you lost me. Never like had never it. had it. It's literally just, it yeah, just different honey. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah, it's just like, oh, but this wasn't bee vomit at one point. Sweet. Is, <laughs> I don't think that's, is it? I don't think that's how honey is. I, I know, actually man. have no concept on how honey is made. I'll oh, if you, you like that. honey, I wouldn't look it up. All right. I'm not going to. Yeah, I'm I'm sure it's gross. You know, I only picked that up through like cartoons over the years. Like, <laughs> like I'm not sure if I got that from Futurama, but it's just a good example because there was a B episode. Mm. And they, I don't know if you know anything about that show, like the writers cumulatively had like, I don't know, something stupid, like 70 years of Harvard education experience. Really? It was the smartest writer's room wow. ever in history. But they were the ones who will probably make a joke where the bee like deposits the honey in an accurate anatomical right. way. And something <laughs> yeah, about bee true. vomit stuck with me. And I don't know. All right. So but, that's how it is. Yeah. How about you? Any like hard lines you draw on food like that? Because mm, my two yeah. bigger ketchup and seafood. I don't touch anything out of, out of the ocean. Oh, well, I love seafood, but. So does everybody else. I, um, <laughs> you know, there's not like too much that I really, really hate. What I really don't like, though, is when my foods touch. Whoa, you're a tray yeah. kid, dude. Okay. Okay, so let me explain, though. Let me explain. Please. I'm fine if two things touch that can later be separated. Stay with me. So if if you're... All right, so this just actually drove me crazy the other day, right? I was at a... I was at, like, a party where, you know, they have a the buffet and you walk by and they, you know, spoon shit onto your plate. So they put a pasta on my plate with sure. a sauce on it, a runny sauce. Uh, then the next station was a chicken <laughs> with a runny sauce. And this bitch put the chicken basically on top of the pasta. So now those two aforementioned runny sauces are running together. Now I need and to know. And I don't like that. I need to know and the listeners need to know what kind of sauces we're dealing with. Because some sauces mix great. Okay, so the, the pasta seemed to be some sort of like oily kind of sauce sure um i i didn't know for sure got it and the chicken was like a chicken franchise like a lemon lemony runny sauce okay and i know you're thinking not the end of the world bridget and it's not 
but I don't like it. I don't <laughs> I don't like when my sauces get intermingled with each other. So like if I'm on so for instance, Thanksgiving, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not loading up the plate where everything's all mixing in together. Oh, you're like, let me take five trips. Yes. So I'm gonna put like my my turkey and I only want gravy on my turkey. Mm. I don't want it on my potatoes and I don't want it on my stuffing. Right? Sure. So I'm gonna put it on the I'm gonna put the turkey on the plate. And I'm going to put the gravy on the turkey, right? And I will put the potatoes next to that. And then I'm going to sacrifice a little barrier of potatoes to soak up whatever gravy is coming at the rest of them. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. There's a potato barrier for me. Gotcha. And like, you know, push comes to shove, whatever. I'll I'll eat it if I have to. But I just, yeah, I don't like when my sauces mix. Now, was there a moment where you became reasonable like that no like unreasonable you mean no 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 no. like so what you just said is like uh like oh yeah i will still eat it but there had to be a point where you were like no there was i can't really pinpoint the moment when i it started bothering me that the sauces touched oh it wasn't like uh the the whole existence i feel like it was yeah no i feel like there was just like one time where i'm like this is kind of annoying and now it's like a thing that i don't like you know that I'll actively avoid. Yeah, that's kind of that is kind of what happened to me with seafood. For me, it was like very gradual, where I would just it was part of what I ate, mm-hmm. and then you know, like every now and then, I'm like eating it, and I'm like, I, why, why did I pick this? Like, right. And then that became first. Uh, I no shellfish. I stopped eating first. I have a whole thing. If you have an ectoskeleton, fuck you. I just okay, not, sure, not for me. Um, and then. After like a few years, I was like, yeah, just just anything comes out of the ocean. Because like I was always, it would either, I'd, I'd order it or I'd get it. And I'd just be like, why, what am I, why am I picking something? Why do I hate myself? Like, why right. am I, and now I haven't eaten it for so long. Like, if I eat it, I'm. You, like, yeah, you can't. I'm like not really lying about being allergic anymore, you know? <laughs> like, you like, yeah, your body little, might reject it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think, I think what it is, because now that I'm really unpacking this with you, um, if it is served to me already touching, like if I'm at a restaurant. You know, if you're at a, like a steakhouse, yeah, it just comes out. Yeah, and they put like the steak on top of like of some a side, and they mm. put all the sauce all over. I'm fine with that. I think it's when I see it happen, like when I'm like, "Wow, wait, I could have actively avoided that." <laughs> like then I'm then I'm mad, like I like a buffet situation because okay. those fucking buffet motherfuckers will just they they'll give you like the smallest serving of the thing, but they'll put it so close to the other food that doesn't go with it at all in case you want to fill up your whole plate with other stuff. Right. Which by and large is America. Probably most people. Sure. But, but I'm team. Just don't do that. And if I want to fill it, you can fill in the gaps between the foods that weren't touching. Now, are you in these scenarios, are you generally like holding the plate and they're serving? Yes. So you got to do that quick turn. The turn. And but- I tried to do the turn and this guy literally like put the chicken on the plate, like on the edge of the plate yeah. next to the pasta. That son of a bitch. He didn't let me avoid it. That, yep. Let's get him. So I think that's really the more specific scenario. In case you were really wondering. No, I, I'm very satisfied. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, back to reality TV. Yeah, now that we only because really like I, uh, I don't know the whole guilty pleasure thing. That's why I did a show about it. It it, it fascinates mm-hmm. me. Um, for a number of reasons, but mostly because like I'm curious if anybody have you ever gotten like shit from anybody. Like, has there ever been a, a time where it, it that angle of the guilty pleasure where you really like felt bad or yeah. something like that. I would say like, it's always the moment of like, um, cause like a lot of people watch the bachelor. So it's by and large, maybe not the best guilty pleasure, but to the people who don't watch it, when I say that I like have a dedicated day where I go and watch this, like, right. they're like, Oh really? Like okay. that's what you're, you know, you get yeah, the disgusted, yeah, yeah. like, you know, it's all drama, like garbage and blah. And you know what? Yes, that's why I like it. I like to see people be dramatic. Yeah. And and I'm sitting in my house not dramatic for two hours. Hey, simulated drama instead of real drama. That's kind of a smart way to live. Yeah. And I, I don't care if I know the formula. I'm gonna I'm gonna take it in. So I have gotten shit for that. Okay. The Dancing with the Stars one is more embarrassing, I would say. Yeah, which is interesting you coming in with that. And I immediately was like, that was cooler. But I could see the general perception of it being right. like. Right. You're a Sinatra kid. Of course you think that one's cooler. 
Like you so, got me. There you go. It's not cooler. <laughs> I promise you. Okay. I don't tell people I watch that one for the most part. But you will tell me people you watch The Bachelor. Yes. Oh, see, like you know, there's some topics that come into the show, and I'm like, all right, that's a guilty pleasure, I guess. But the fact that like you don't tell people about right. it, that's that's well, it's not that's that I, perfect, right? So it's not that I won't tell people because it's, people definitely know. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I would never like. You don't come into a room. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And be like, oh, did you guys room? catch Dancing with the Stars this week? Like, yeah. no, I'm never doing that. <laughs> but like, I have my one friend from college who watches it, and we will literally get heated like texting about the episode and like who's getting voted through and they don't deserve it and yeah. who did a better Argentine tango, like all this stuff. Like, we really get into it. Like, regardless of where anybody's at, with their guilty pleasures in life, like half of it is finding someone you can talk to about it yep. and the floodgates open, which is why I'm still looking for a Transformers friend. Anybody yeah. out there listening? Yeah. There was I'll a girl at a show in Huntington. I, I did a few months ago. No, a while ago now who, uh, I, I did my awful Transformers joke mm. and, um, I say Transformers and she from the crowd just goes beast wars, which one of the right. shows, and I was like, uh, couldn't find her after the show. Wow, like, that's my soulmate. That's a misconnection. You got to like post that. I know, I know. That is that's your that might be your soulmate. I'm gonna keep bitching about it online until uh, right. <laughs> like here, or like until some eventually. Well, he's like, that was me. And I think that's the funny thing about mine. My guilty pleasure being Dancing with the Stars is I I am not a good dancer. Mm. I don't think I would be good on that show if I ever got enough uh, celebrity to make it on there, and. I don't know anything about dancing, but I sit in my living room watching them do a Roomba or whatever, mm. and I critique their dancing as if I know what I'm talking about. But see, like as a performer, which I don't think we've really talked about like what you've done other than comedy, yeah. but you did stuff throughout like school, right? Yeah, I did a lot of improv. Yeah, like um, you would pick it up because like I'm a terrible dancer, but once you just like give me instruction. All right, world. Wow. Thanks for the thunder. Thunderstorm out there. Um, like, once you give me, like, good instructions? Yeah. I could probably, I'll pick it up. I'm thinking maybe a professional dancer could make me look good. That's what I'm saying, but I think that's, like, everybody on that show. So I think right. you should get famous enough at comedy. I would try it. If, and then do the show. Right. Yeah. I think if they asked me to do it, I would, I would never turn it down. I would say yes. Oh, awesome. Even though I would be, like... I have like a, a fear, like a phobia almost of dancing like in front of people. It's not And not what I mean, like if you're out, you know, drinking and you're performing, just like dancing. Yeah. yeah like a, sure. a dance performance would make me like so anxious. Oh, that's interesting. Because I, I think I always got made fun of for being a bad dancer. And I used uh, to do dance when I was a kid. And then like somewhere okay. along the way, everyone's like, hey, you suck at dancing. And now I'm like too embarrassed to do it. No, that sucks. Yeah. I feel like that's why it took me so long to do comedy. Because mm. I kind of always wanted to do it. But, I mean, I think that's every kid trying to be funny in school. Right. You're not funny. I'm like, yeah, well, <laughs> fuck you. Like, <laughs> we're 12. Yeah, we don't well, know anything. <laughs> yeah, comedy is a little more, um, I feel like, subjective. Oh, absolutely. Whereas dancing is like, you're pretty much good or bad. Yeah. You either got rhythm or you don't. Yeah. You know, my my go-to uh, dance move is uh, great for an audio show. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. Please describe it. Making guac. Oh, wow. So you hold the, the, the left hand is the mortar and the right hand is the pestle. Right. And it's uh, it's your last resort when you have no idea what to do next. I was going to say, like, that one works? That one works for you? Okay. I can I, see it. It works better than doing nothing. That's true. Which is what I will default to. Yeah. <laughs> You know, you got a classic, you know, sidestep, you know? Oh, well, yeah. I, just... I got pretty decent at the two-step. Yeah, exactly. And then, like, basically four occasions where I, I would be dancing, you know, wedding season. Of course. Um, it's kind of like what I was saying. I, I As a performer, I looked up a little bit of uh, just, like, how do I dance and have it not be terrible? And learned, like, right. a few, like, a three-step, a four-step. And now I'm a little bit more confident. There you go. But. Well, so it's bringing up wedding season. I was just at a wedding mm. and the girl and her husband did like a choreographed 
dance as their first dance. They usually call her the wife or the bride. Yes, I don't know why I called her the girl. <laughs> but either way, this couple did a choreographed dance for their first dance as husband and wife. Yep. And I gave them so much credit because I could never do that. Even in front of my friends and family, a choreographed dance is so, I can't do it. I wouldn't have, I don't know that I'd have the confidence. I, I believe in to you. To pull it off. I've seen you do comedy. You could dance. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. And if you've seen me do comedy, that should tell you that I can't dance. How so? I'm a I'm more of a, a dry delivery. Yeah, I would okay, say yeah, if yeah, I yeah, was yeah. this kind of like crazy goofball on stage, then maybe I can dance. Okay, I see. You know I see. what I mean? Less of a Burt Kreischer, more of a Sam Morrill. Yes. Got it. Exactly. All right. Well, we have hit the sweet spot. All right. Oh, about an hour. And uh, thank you for the uh, redux on reality TV. It was a fun episode. Yeah. Yes, you're welcome. I mean, we went on a couple of tangents, but you know, my guilty ah, pleasure was in there a little bit. Yeah, that's that was, right, as long baby. as we start in the right spot, I don't care where we go. That's right. We ended in the right place. Now it will be a little bit of time before this is coming out, but please yeah, right. plug away. Where uh, where can people find you? Oh man, you can find me on uh, Instagrams, just Bridget Cavanaugh. I got lucky with that. It's my first and last name. It's pretty good. Um. That's where I post a lot of my stuff about my shows and nice. whatnot. So if you ever want to come check me out, uh, that's where you can find me. Yeah, definitely do that. Uh, same for me as always. Uh, please reach out to the show. We had one person write in ever. And it made my day. Wow. So do that again. All right. And you can find me, uh, Instagram, Brandon.Laka, L-A-C-A. I did actually make my OnlyFans from the joke. So you can find you? me. I Put nothing up there. Okay. I, I kind of want to do like the Legion of Skanks thing and just put clips up there and not acknowledge that yeah. I'm doing that. Uh, that'll probably happen. But uh, yeah, Chubby Ben Affleck on uh, nice. on OnlyFans. Um, please support. And uh, yeah, but that's Guilty Pleasure Personals. We'll see. I'm going to say next week, but I don't hold myself to that anymore. <laughs> uh, goodbye, everybody.